a lot of shit to talk about. I, by the way, did you see the creator yet? I have not. I did watch a bunch of movies that I need to tell you about. Um, so I need you to, uh, next time you have an available two hours, I need you to go watch The Pope's Exorcist. I, I watched it. I oh, watched you did? It. I watched it with Amy. Uh, I made her watch okay. it with me. Um, I needed a Russell Crowe performance like Gladiator, and I got one like, um, like this. Well, okay. But go with me here. <laughs> okay. I'm that following. movie is so fucking ridiculous that it works. And I yes. am excited for the sequel. It's a, it, it is a, it is a banger. It is a banger. Like, um, that is like, have you heard the comparison of the nun two is basically the nun one. Yes. I, I, I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. The sorry. Nun continue. Continue. I got, it's the same movie. <laughs> he's the same movie. All right. Sorry. Continue. 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 No, but like, but, but think about it this way. The, the Pope's exorcist <laughs> is literally an eighties cop movie, but he's a priest. Mm. He's the badass priest who doesn't play by the rules. He's I mean, the old yes. school exorcist. And I was, I was 10 days surviving. in retirement. <laughs> yeah. I was, he was <laughs> yeah. only surviving because the Pope likes him. Yeah. And like, yeah. doesn't understand. Like the new guys are like, you don't belong in this new church. And then like, and then like, so it's all that shit. Also, I'd like to point out that there is a scene. I don't know. How long ago did you watch it? No, oh, I think it was like a little less than six months ago. Cause I still freshly remember that as like the teenage girls, they go to their place and they fix it up. I'm like, why are they fixing this place? It's not, it's not like it's an Airbnb. But anyway, yeah. I, I digress. Um, so, like, if you remember correctly, he's like his only mode of transportation is a fucking little Moped? Vesper scooter yeah, made by Ferrari. Yes, yes. But, like, there's two scenes that go right back to back where he's leaving the Vatican in that scooter, and then he's in rural Spain on the same scooter. That That's motherfucker drove that scooter. 2,000 kilometers <laughs> on that scooter from fucking Italy to Spain. It's a comfortable That's scooter. badass as shit. I think he did it in, like, a day. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, Ford versus Ferrari. And like, yeah. how, can we, how can we make this, like, F1? <laughs> I drive to drive from Italy to Spain in one day. Not only that, but like they had so many like ridiculous things that I just didn't expect. Like he just like hold, you know, he like mimes the fucking little like the dead person's head. He he's very funny throughout the movie, and then the ending where they basically form the Avengers of like exorcists. Yes, they have yes. that underground lab, and it's just like we got one hundred ninety nine more demons to go. Yeah, and then and I was he like. Fuck yeah, give me 199 more movies of this. Yeah. I will watch it. I think one of the writers played Left 4 Dead. No, Left 4 Dead, sorry, uh, Killing 4. I was like, I wonder if we did something like that. <laughs> it, it was just, it was silly, it was stupid, but it was everything I wanted in like hmm. a, an exorcism movie. Like there's some things that were a little over the top, but like it, it worked. It worked. It and worked. I just want Russell Crowe, yes. I, I want Russell Crowe to be this character forever. Just this, like he could work it. He right. could work it. I, I I respect the shit out of Russell Crowe for that. I also love the fact that the man came in came in swinging Hello. in that role. Hello, Knight. Nice. Uh, by the way, are you are you in Guantanamo Bay? No, I'm not. Are you doing a, a nighttime sky? Ironically, or ironically? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> are, you, are you keeping your voice low for ASMR? Were you, no. doing a were you doing ASMR? Okay. No, I'm, just I'm like, I like it. It's working for me. Oh, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> just, just tired. I feel very relaxed right now. 
I'm so sorry fun. you're so tired, Knight. How was your day? Uh, tiring. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, I thought this was a bit. Never mind. No. Yeah, no. That's actually that's nice to hear because I always think I have an obnoxious voice. No, 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 no. Oh. It's very calming. Um, you were you were you came in right in the middle of a horror no, movie discussion. I feel yeah, we were really going. Oh. We, were going we, were, we were knee deep in some uh, Pope's Exorcist lore. Yeah, <laughs> listen to the replay. You'll you'll get it. Listen, I I have to highly recommend the Pope's Exorcist. It is ridiculous and doesn't take itself seriously at all. Like, um, it's it's Russell Crowe playing like uh, uh, a uh, oh rogue absolutely exorcist. not no. Uh, My brother ridiculous. has watched that twice. I okay. First of all, I, I think there's like two jump scares in the entire movies. movie. I hate horror movies. Okay. And fair. something about Russell Crowe being possessed. I'm just like, nah, I'm not here for that. <laughs> the first scene in the movie is he convinces a demon, like, because he's like, this demon's like infecting this little boy. And he's just like, I don't believe you're a demon. And I'm like, I don't believe you have any powers. You can't possess anybody you want. And this demon's like taunting him. He's like, all right, yeah, I dare you to possess that pig. And like, he taunts the demon until the demon possesses the pig. And then he shoots the pig in the head with a shotgun. He's like, all right, everybody's fine now. It's I fucking mean, ridiculous. That's smart. Yeah, that's how, got, that's how they stun him. I was like, you know, he's like oh, the Pope's He was man. like, no balls. No balls. You <laughs> yeah, no balls. Yeah, basically, he pulled him. No, no, no balls, pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. yeah so, Jim The baby. Pope's Exorcist. Highly recommend. I also watched a couple other Exorcist movies. Um, my best friend's Exorcism was actually way better than I thought it would be. Oh, let me look that up. It was, was like an comedy? 80s... It's kind of a comedy. It's like an 80s, like almost Goonies type movie. It's actually really good. Oh, cool. I like it. it on Amazon, um, an incredible okay. soundtrack. That 80s movie scared me. Oh, Elsie Fisher. Well, it's movie. a fake 80s movie. <laughs> it's not really the 80s. This kind of reminds me of that babysitter uh, Netflix uh, slash. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. It's But it's it's actually quite good. Like it was way better than I thought it would be. Um, Slaughterhouse sucked. And I'm really disappointed Ooh. about that. Um, you know, despite the name, I wanted to go watch it because, yes, I will watch any movie where the main villain is. A, it's a slasher with a sloth. And then, but like, then they don't do any kills. Okay. Like the kills are just a montage and it's just like all off screen. And I'm like, you forgot to make a slasher movie. You have this really funny idea. And then it's just a sloth and I'm tronic. You know what? I might have to watch Werewolf by Night. This looks pretty good. What is this Werewolf by Night? I, I, I just came out in 2022. It's a Marvel. Okay. As all opposed right, right, to right. Werewolf by Day. Yes, the opposite of Werewolf. It's, it's, it's a debate. It's a debate. Hold on. Let me put in our discussion. Oh, I did watch this. The Elsa Bloodstone thing. Is it good? Oh. It's mediocre. Okay. Honestly, oh, okay. That's like, not good. Who know, who really, like Who really cares about Elsa Bloodstone? <laughs> let's let's start three with three Marvel fans, like three people. All two Marvel fans love it. The first time I ever came across her, I was like, "Who the fuck are you? Who are you, Mary Jane? No, another redhead? Wow, <laughs> it's very sad." I mean, it was yeah, it was a movie. Um, it was a mo- it was one of the movies of all time. Yeah, it was one of the movies. Um, I like uh, it. I like it, it like I don't know what they were trying to do with it. Like it was just like supposed to be like a Halloween special. I you guess. could say that for half a Marvel yeah, series. That's what it's supposed to be. Okay, fair enough. Sean, question: okay. Wait, did you did see they... the RGB computer that that one Trump attorney had? Um, oh, no, she was using. Uh, no, she's using. She's using the Asus. No, wrong. Yeah. 
I'm keeping just, it around. Yeah. Uh, Republic of Gamers, yeah. <laughs> Republic of Gamers laptop. Was she Maybe. the one who who forgot to check the checkbox? Yeah, she looked all surprised when it, there wasn't a jury. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm still on this Elsa Bloodstone Werewolf by Night shenanigans. Why did they oh, we hire? We moved on from that night. No, we moved on from no, that. <laughs> no. I'm Why did now. they hire somebody mm-hmm. to play Elsa Bloodstone who looks mm-hmm. just like Jessica Jones, like the actress? I don't know her name. Oh my god, Christian uh, Ritter. Yeah, she looks just like her. They look like they could be sisters. Christian Ritter. Also, you didn't answer my question, Matt. Do you pronounce saw X as socks? Oh my god. Uh, I want to see it this week. Socks. Um, I I I am I'm not I don't have high expectations for it. I've I've heard good things, surprisingly, for Saw mm. X, but mm. like Saw in Mexico. Yeah, it is literally Saw in Mexico. And and they brought back the original villain because they ran out of ideas after they killed him off in the third movie. <laughs> so, I mean, they should know that you should never kill off a, a, a horror franchise villain. That's just that's you know, true textbook. You just gotta, you know, or or bring any, or bring into Manhattan. At Terrible least, idea. at least make it completely like uh, not ambivalent. What's the word I'm looking for? Ambiguous. Thank totally you. Yeah. Ambiguous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know he's dead, but make it ambivalent. <laughs> they literally had his head like in like, decapitated in a like he was dead. And then they started doing a prequel because they can't, you know. You know what? Mm-hmm. I saw a movie called X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> and I saw a subsequent movie that was called Deadpool. And tell you, <laughs> you can survive. Your head getting cut off. <laughs> Wait, didn't like, they do that for Halloween, too? Yeah, as well. I should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, always left that open though, as to whether or not Michael Myers was dead. They also had this whole storyline of Michael Myers like possessing people, or if he like. Oh, like the Pope. If his child just became someone else. Yeah, exactly. I I don't. Michael Miles hit Michael. Michael Miles. God damn it! (laughs) If I didn't stutter over that, is that like a sequel? Let me try again. Hold on. Let me try again. Give me a fucking mic. Somehow, Michael Myers has returned. Miles? There you go. Well, shit. Somehow, Michael Miles <laughs> <laughs> has returned, and no one knows what that means. He has returned. He returned it? I don't know. You know, like, I'm getting close to all the horror movies and stuff, but, like, because it's, you know, that time of season. It's Spooktober. It is Spooktober. Um, but... You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little like Saw is the only thing out right now. Like, oh, I do want to see Haunting in Venice, but I don't think it's a horror it's, movie. It's not. It's a detective movie. But that, I mean, starring Tina Fey, which is the weirdest like, it's, combination. It's from the series. Um, yeah, it's from the books uh, by yeah. Chris Agatha. Agatha Christie. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had, they, they, like, there's two other movies. Mur- Murder Steve on the Nile. Steve decimal systeming over there. Yeah, sorry. I was spurging out for a second. I was like, wait a minute. I just sat in the library the other day. Agatha. <laughs> Christy Agatha. Um, Ooh, okay, Jesus. but it's not a horror movie, right? Like, it's no, not, but no, like, it was straight. advertised as one. I mean, there's like not, spooky it's elements a to it. it. Okay, all right. Who did it? it? It's like the, uh, they, I don't know what to call it. The second, <laughs> the second movie just, just proved that Gal Gadot has a limited acting range. That was about it. Wow. Gal Gadot. 
<laughs> what has she been in lately since then? Like, well, she's, she's supposed uh, to be in Snow White. Is that yes, still coming out? Correct. That is still coming out. Uh, but they fired the actress. Uh, oh, she's gone? Like, officially? She also I got mean, fired from my favorite first. movie series, Paddington Bear. Oh, my God. Because Paddington 2 is my favorite movie ever. The first movie is okay, dead. Okay, I saw the first one They had plans to make good. a sequel for the Snow yeah. White. They're not going to use her. So I feel like they're going to release it. They're going to do what they did, what fucking WB did with The Flash. They're going to release it because it's done. And then just not have her come back for the sequel. Why you need a sequel to Snow White? I don't know. Who knows? Snow White 2. Too snow. Too white. <laughs> too fucking pale. <laughs> well, Gal Gadot's not... Gal Gadot, whatever. She's not supposed to be... No white, right? She's no. the evil queen. She's the evil queen. Right, I was gonna say she's, which I'm just kind of like, her. she's a little old to be Snow White. Snow White, in my mind, is like in her teens. She would make a good Bane, though. Ha- Sorry, I was thinking. I was that was an inside thought that went outside for a second. Though. No, I'm just thinking about it, like as as Bane, oh. like <laughs> like guy who broke Batman's back, Bane. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine like her just getting juiced up? Like, yo, she's in the gear. What? He said Bayonetta. I thought you said Bayonetta. Back. No, she never said Bane. No, Bane. Oh, okay. Who was the only person to have defeated me at freestyle? Only me. <laughs> yes, only you. Time to go mobile. How long right. till we can get market fresh strawberries? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm reading about this. Rachel Zegler. Uh, set to take a major role in Paddington 3. Oh, she's yeah, being she's replaced not. by, um, what's what's her face, uh, from Wednesday. I mean, when you go off the PR books and really give them your opinion, there's bound to be consequences. <laughs> oh, I had her murdered! <laughs> Why is that, Mickey? Too much? Are you done she with the, She crossed the, the uh... mouse! She crossed the mouse? <laughs> Pay the price. It's the first rule. Don't cross the mouse. <laughs> well, everyone's back to work now, at least. How, how do you feel about your uh, concessions? What concessions? You know, with like the, 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 the writer's strike is over. That's cool. You think I'm actually going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Whoops. I didn't mean that. Let me edit that. What happened? Steve, Nothing. Steve did something. Ooh, what you posting? I <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's like, that's a shirt you cannot wear in public. That's a shirt you can totally wear in public. <laughs> Go to a gun ranger that you're, you're set. I mean, here you could do that. Mm. Virginia, Virginia, like, would you like another? <laughs> Good lord. That's fantastic. I like how schizophrenic siphon is. It's just something that doesn't make any sense. And I was like, this is great. I, For those of you keeping score at home, Steve just sent everybody a picture of a t-shirt that says, I have a gun. Gun is uh, in all caps in red. Uh, and am schizophrenic. <laughs> schizophrenic, as we say. Wow. Well, it's true. That's lovely. 
Yes, um, all right. about it. I'm sorry you missed last week, Matt. I was hoping you would, would have been here because I put um, um, my TV show up, which was Silo. Oh, shit. Okay, how was Silo? It. How'd that go over? Yeah, it's, it's think it went. How do you think it went? It blew. Oh. Well, um, I honestly think you might have you might have liked Silo. So what do you think was binge worthy or not, bro? I think it was binge worthy. Do you think we agreed it to it being binge worthy? I think so. <laughs> okay, it was binge worthy. Sick. Hell yeah! All right, she has cash money. It was cash money. Also, uh, I have a recommendation for you, uh, and okay. actually, I have one for the whole team here. Um, we watched uh, that new movie that just came out with Benicio del Toro. Reptile. What? It was really good. But you see, it's uh, it's a it's a movie on Netflix. It's like a uh, on the Netflix, and it's yes. about a cop because that's all Benicio del Toro plays. It's cops and or or hitman, and <laughs> basically it's a whodunit mystery with a um, who's a dirty cop. Okay. Is the dirty cop the one that's like whodunning it? What? Is he the whodunning it? Who did it? I don't know. Who dunced Houdini. it? Who dunced it? Good Lord. Is he the Houdini? It's true. Discussion over. Yeah, okay. I mean, we didn't actually <laughs> okay. get to the talk about the, the Trump case, because I still want to talk about the laptop and like what <laughs> happened with the the surprise. I don't remember the surprise about the lawyer. I saw the laptop thing and the, like the internet's Apparently, she went to one of those law schools that you don't need to pass the bar. Wait, what? What do you just pay your way I, through? I, well, no. So there, there's um, in I know in Wisconsin, and this is a few years ago, um, but there are a few states like this. But the most notable one I remember is Wisconsin. If you go to uh, University of Wisconsin Law or I want to say Marquette, um, and you pass like you you pass law school like on the merits. You, you don't have to take the Wisconsin bar. Um, I don't know where she was licensed, but there's some other weird shit like that. Um, California, you don't have to go to law school to become a lawyer, but you do have to pass the bar. Um, That's probably a better thing. Like you just have to prove that you can be a lawyer. I don't know. Having no. been the only person here to have taken a bar exam, ah, fuck. I mean. Could it's you have passed the bar without law school? Uh, yeah. Given that a lot of the stuff that was on the bar was not covered in law school. <laughs> <laughs> so do you just take like one of those like SAT prep courses, but for the, you know, no. bar exam? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah. is you basically just lock yourself inside a room all summer and you watch these videos and you take practice tests and you want to kill yourself. And some people do. And um, sorry, that was a joke. But um, anyways, um, don't kill yourself, people. It's not worth it. Being a lawyer is uh, it's, uh, tremendous. Anyways, um, so what happened with this chick? She didn't actually like pass the bar exam. I don't know, Steve. Yeah, I'll give you the details. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know all the details on this. She not pass. She just didn't have to take it. She didn't have to take it. Um, so she didn't pass it. Right. So, Ergo, she didn't pass it. Technically, she didn't pass it. You are technically correct. She also did not fail it. She just 
then take it. So I didn't give it. it. So why was she, why did she buy like a seven twenty seventy Ti Asus laptop? Why do you need that for court? OnlyFans. That's fair. You don't. I mean, do you need high graphic processing? Do you need to be able to run like video games at max to 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 be a lawyer, Sean? But does your laptop need to be that expensive and powerful? No. No. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're doing like uh like I run into issues. This is this is probably a little too inside baseball for all you people. Uh, sometimes I run into issues where I just like don't have enough RAM to open a PDF. So, you know, I feel that given the PDF is like quite large. And um, of course my Adobe tries to uh, OCR it as I open it because the motherfucker that actually created it uh, saved it as an image. And um, <laughs> it makes my computer want to commit seppuku. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't really need that high power of a computer as a lawyer for the most part. Huh. Okay. So, yeah, I'm reading about this this person. So her name is Haba something. Haba. Melina. How do you spell it? A-L-I-N-A. A-L-I-N-A. Yeah, H-A-B-B-A is her last name, Haba. Oh, okay. Um, she senior advisor for Trump's super PAC. And uh, now is his lawyer. She didn't get her law degree until 2010 and didn't meet Trump for the first time until 2019. She was previously accused of racist behavior in a 2022 lawsuit by a former employee in her law firm, including saying, I hate that black bitch about New York Attorney General Leanna James, who brought the current fraud case against Trump. She is also, um, there's also recordings of her loudly rapping and dropping N-bombs in her New Jersey law office. I mean, who doesn't? Listen, if you're a public figure in any way, like if you're the head of a super PAC or a lawyer, you probably don't want like a basic white bitch out there with like dropping N-bombs in rap. Like that's not okay. okay. Well, I'm not saying this is okay and I'm not going to defend this woman. That's fair. That's okay. Terrible. Terrible. I will tell you, having now worked in one, two, three, four, four law firms, including two law firms that are two of the hundred largest law firms in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, a law office is a fucking toxic environment. So I, I don't doubt it. That's fair. like an incredibly toxic environment on a good day. So, you know, Damn. like this is not surprising to me is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. It's That's not, fair. it's not, it's not at all cool. Like this lady needs to like, go like playing traffic but um <laughs> all right i understand i understand the point banished jeez um all right then let's uh move any steve any other uh stories that you wanted to bring to the the table today no i'll go uh we'll, we'll go we'll have a sidebar after um after our show Very nice. i would like nice. to say uh rest in peace to uh former speaker of the house kevin mccarthy who lasted 27 scaramucci's yes <laughs> yeah, I I am I'm not surprised 
what yeah, I'm really sure. concerned by now is we're not going to have a speaker for a while. That's like okay. there's, but That's it's kind of not. Yeah. Because they can't do anything. I mean, they weren't they doing anything yeah. anyway. Yeah. All right, fine. fair. They're, it's... <laughs> Just do everything through executive order. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. I got into, I didn't, I almost say I get into an argument. I, I kind of trolled someone on Reddit this weekend. Awesome. Uh, in, in the president subreddit. Um, mm. And I realized that I could be doxing myself by giving away too much information. But um, basically, it was like people were talking about Ronald Reagan, who um, I have an extreme dislike of. And for good reason, I, mean, I think. Who doesn't? Anyways, I mean, Star Wars someone cool. was like, well, I ran Contra wasn't. Yeah, we're on drugs. <laughs> AIDS wasn't. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so Ronald Reagan. So someone said, like, you could probably make an argument as for any president being true, like doing like terrible things. Right. And like, I kind of get that broadly. But this one person decides I'm going to attack Abraham Lincoln for suspending the writ of habeas corpus. Oh, man. And I was just like, oh, you want to go, motherfucker? Because we can go. <laughs> We don't have so it I still, explained. right? Is it still uh, suspended right as of today? No. No, 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 no. no. Basically, no, what no. happened was it was right at the beginning of the war, like right when he became president. He suspended it. Yes, there were political arrests and there were political prisoners. Keep in mind that everything that was happening in the country at the time was incredibly unprecedented. And what the South did was in- extremely unlawful. Like they're an open rebellion. Yeah, that's why they're called traitors. Yeah. So... There's a Supreme Court case, quote unquote, uh, called Ex Parte Mer- Merriman. I'm really enjoying the legal aspect of today's show. Uh, <laughs> we occasionally have legal written, It was written by Chief Justice um, Tawney, mm-hmm. who uh, wrote Dred Scott, uh, the Dred Scott decisions. He was yeah. an open Confederate sympathizer and, and racist motherfucker. Um, and it, it was only written it was by fun him. at parties, though. Was it the, name, the name like Dred Scott? Sure. I mean, just like the way that Kid Rock is fun at parties. Um, <laughs> he's not. Um, I, that was the... <laughs> so, uh, anyways, Tawny writes this opinion. It's only written by him, not any of the other eight justices of the Supreme Court at the time. And there's no uh, dissenting opinion? It's basically opinion? saying that... Huh? No, no dissenting, opi- dissenting opinion? No, it's literally just... It's a, Well, it's an ex parte opinion. Okay. And so it was just kind of written like off the cuff, like what Lincoln did suspending habeas corpus was illegal. Um, it's never really been recognized as actual like valid legal authority. Sure. Um, and Lincoln was just like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to listen to what you say. And I'm going to keep doing this until I can stop doing it, which he did. Uh, and then after the fact, Tawny decides, you know what? I'm not going to fight Lincoln anymore. Cause after the emancipation proclamation. So he's like, this is too much for me. So I was like, look, buddy, if you want to attack Abraham Lincoln, you can probably attack him for some things. Don't attack him for that shit. <laughs> so that felt good. Anyways, I was like, Ronald Reagan ignored AIDS. So get fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is that is the moral of the story. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right, so we've waxed legal opinion night. Do you have any uh, legal uh, arguments to add or any other stories you want to talk about? I'm severely allergic. Well, okay, we don't have to go on any politics. Is there anything you want to bring up? Like, 
no, anything else going on? Anything that's on your mind that you're 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 upset about? Got you riled um, up. I'm upset that um, I'm playing Genshin Impact. Why are you playing that game anyway? Because they introduced a new character and he's very pretty. <laughs> you, I mean, you know, so not only is that game like very predatory and like you know very a lot of microtransactions, no, 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 but it's made not not the, he's not pretty as in it's a child, but pretty as in he's very handsome. I, I got that, but you, you know, it's also made in Unity, so you're supporting like you know some really terrible practices. Hondo, <laughs> exactly. Hondo understands. I don't know. I don't give them any money. That's fair. I, I do all the free shit. <laughs> I got no money to give them. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Agreed, Hondo. All right. Well, I guess that in mind, uh, we will move on to um, the topic, you know, where we're supposed to talk about, which is a television program. Um, who's up? Who's eligible this week? I think it's I think between I'm you eligible. and Sean. Yeah. Sean, do you have a show? Because I think next week we're going to start. I actually, I, I have a few. I'm trying to read the room, but yeah, no, I have I have a few that I actually have in mind. Um, unless you guys want to start Halloween this week, we, I can give it to Sean, and then we start Halloween next week. All right. So Sean, cool. Uh, read the room. What are you? What are we watching tonight? So okay, so I just came up with this idea, and this isn't my pick, but I just wanted you you all to to know about my my mindset. Yeah, let's go. Um, I was going to say that Ahsoka, because oh. tonight's the finale, and I was just going to say yeah. the finale. Um, I'm down. I will watch the finale uh, of Ahsoka right now. It is I mean, past 9 if you, PM, if you all out. are caught up on that or you don't mind, then I might just do that because, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I could wait, like, another hour and a half or two hours, however long we're on this thing, or I could just be like, let's just fucking watch Ahsoka right now. I mean, I'm totally so. down for Ahsoka. Let's, let, me, let me, you know. I'm I'm very anxious to see what happens. Um, you know, my my favorite villain is here and you know and is probably gonna escape, but uh I'm totally down for that and it's your choice. So you can really just, you know. Uh all right, well I know how you feel. Nice. <laughs> uh yeah, sure. Okay, Steve. <laughs> Steve. I'm down for whatever. So yeah, I'm ride or die. Cool. Well, then uh, my uh, my last minute pick is Ahsoka, and we're gonna watch the episode that I haven't watched yet, which is the finale. <laughs> so yeah, we know nothing about what do we need to know about Ahsoka before we watch this tonight? Because this is kind of funny. This is the first time we're watching a finale live, like you know, as it's just coming <laughs> but out, more or less live. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, that's kind of a loaded question, uh, but I know that we've watched Rebels. Yep. On this, and I know Clone that Wars. we've watched we've watched Clone Wars. Um, so just kind of broadly, we've watched Mandalorian, right? No, Mandalorian's never been on. It will be. It's on on my list. It is on my list. That's kind of surprising, actually. Um, I'm trying to find a good episode. I got to pick like a few. Um, okay. So Ahsoka, uh, for those listening at home, if you don't know all this, then you can get back under your rock. Um, (laughs) Ahsoka was Anakin Skywalker's apprentice uh, for a few years during the Clone Wars. So between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, uh, she leaves the Jedi Order after um, being falsely accused of uh, committing a a bombing at the Jedi Temple. 
basically kind of comes back in at the end of the Clone Wars, uh, joins the Mandalorians to fight off Darth Maul, who's also still alive at this point. Um, again, get back under that rock if I'm saying anything that you are unfamiliar with. <laughs> to be fair, that's um, the episode that we use for Clone Wars. Like, we use the finale of the... Even more reason to get back under the rock. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, she uh, fights, uh, defeats, uh, captures Darth Maul. Um, when Order 66 happens, she and Rex, who's a clone trooper, uh, are able to escape the other clones. She removes Rex's inhibitor chip, blah, 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 blah. She mm -hmm. goes into hiding. There's some fun stuff from Tales of the Jedi, which honestly, at some point, I'm probably going to bring uh, if somebody oh, yeah. else doesn't do it. Um, and she uh, joins up and helps assist the fledgling rebel alliance. Uh, prior to the events of A New Hope. Um, somewhere in there, she meets uh, another Jedi, or ex-Jedi, former Jedi, named Kanan Jarrus, who's training Ezra Bridger as his apprentice um, with a group of Rebels, which is the show Rebels, which we've also watched on this. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going to go ahead and wreck Rebels, too, I guess. Um, Kanan dies, and Ezra <laughs> disappears <laughs> uh, before Star Wars A New Hope episode four uh basically by getting himself and grand admiral thrawn uh matt's uh aforementioned favorite villain uh sucked into hyperspace by a pod of space whales known as purgle and uh it's much cooler if you actually see it and uh, <laughs> uh ahsoka takes place after the original trilogies or after return of the jedi and uh she and one of her former rebel cohorts sabine ren are looking for ezra uh, as well as trying to find a way to stop the apparently still alive grand admiral thrawn and that mostly catches you up uh there's some really cool shit with anakin skywalker uh in the world between worlds which look it up uh that we're skipping <laughs> over to get to the finale tonight so i can watch it um because i'm de captain now um Please. so with that yeah. Um, so, Steve, what are your thoughts on the show? Um, so I watched the first two episodes so far. And um, okay. um, here's what's interesting. Here's, maybe this is some food for thought because I was, I was okay. hearing about this today. <clears throat> the peak of this show was episode two for Google search trends. Then it fell off for until episode five. Mm-hmm. Rapidly, so it went from like one hundred and five thousand down to two twenty six thousand by episode five. And now um, tonight it should. What was that? The ghost. Uh, <laughs> tonight's the finale, so either it's going to be. I think it'll be really good, or it'll be really boring. Fair. Okay. So I don't know. I, I'm fifty fifty, but I I um, I don't like Ahsoka's apprentice. I feel like she's a little bit too Deus Ex Machina for me, but maybe it's just a personal thing. Fair enough. Uh, Knight, what are your thoughts? I know you probably going in blind completely and are not necessarily a fan of most Star Wars stuff. Uh, I am um, familiar with Ahsoka. Um, yeah, she's cool, I guess. It's <laughs> it, well, like, I watched The Clone Wars. I didn't watch it, like, consecutively, so everything is not, like, fresh in my mind. But I do remember getting frustrated with Ahsoka at the very beginning of the series. Yeah. Um. So that's what I'm 
kind of going in with. But yeah. I also watched like that additional season at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I still was frustrated with her. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, like you were supposed to hate her in the beginning, which is actually like because it was her character was designed that way, so she would like learn her lesson and you know kind of grow up and stop being such a bratty like know-it-all which kind of does um and then you know gets like basically kicked out of the jedi order well you know it's leaves but um but yeah i think at least in the beginning she's designed to be hated i don't know why do you know why you hated during the final season i think i was just like annoyed like i can't remember exactly okay. like i know she left the jedi order she was hanging out with those uh I don't know what they were. Oh, the two, two sisters. sisters. The sisters. Yeah. Yeah. I think that annoyed me. I was like, why are you with these people? They're just causing yeah. more problems. That wasn't a great arc. It no. Was, yeah. So I it, went from like hating felt, her yeah. to just being like, you're making some poor choices. I mean, I'm not opposed to you leaving the Jedi Order, but like the rest is going downhill from here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. It kind of felt like filler to get to the, you know, the siege on Mandalore, which is what everybody wanted to see. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Um, two mixed. In opinions. all fairness, we all have you know smuggled some spice here and there. So <laughs> whatever. Who hasn't. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Anything else, Sean, that we should talk about before we go into this? Um. So just generally, because I think this is the first time I've brought a uh, Star Wars anything. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, unapologetically love the prequels like unironically unapologetically love the prequels sure um i love me some hating christensen and i'm really happy for him because he didn't deserve the hate that he got back in the uh, aughts um and uh yeah i think that this is all just like kind of really cool seeing a lot of this stuff that came from clone wars which admittedly went a long way to making the prequels even better um you know, I will. Uh, yes, so it's just 100%. been a really cool experience, and overall, my my thoughts about this series have been great. Um, so if I come back uh, overly enthusiastic about this, I have no idea what's going to happen. But if I come back that way, um, that's cool. That's just my opinion, and you all could suck it. <laughs> I probably share that same opinion. Um, I don't necessarily unapologetically love the prequels i think they don't get you know i love all star wars i will love all star wars no matter what and i don't think that any star wars movie deserves as much hate as it gets i understand there are flaws with all of the movies um 100 and especially even like the originals there's definitely problems with the new hope you know empire is pretty perfect and then return of jedi but like yeah i think I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to see what Filoni does with this kind of new Mandoverse. Uh, obviously, Thrawn is going to be the villain of the new movie when it comes out, whatever it does. And I'm kind of excited to see how it all fits together. Yeah, we can we can talk about that more after we watch. But um, I'm interested to see if they do anything with Luke or Leia. Uh, yeah. Like reanimated. Um, <laughs> all right uh season one episode eight of ahsoka here we go they say life oh, that they... is the wrong one what that was, was that it's been so, so long i know you never know what you're gonna get ahsoka here we go <laughs> All 
right, uh, Sean, since this is even the first time you're seeing it, let's do a little, uh, what are your first impressions? I'm, I'm very happy with that. I, <laughs> you know, um, I think, I think it was um, probably the closest thing to a complete story, story arc. And again, like a bit of a cliffhanger, but um, yeah, it's the closest thing I've seen Disney come to in, in like the Disney era to come to like a complete story arc that like yeah, seemed, like it, it made sense. Like you know, it, I've heard complaints, a few complaints from people about like general like plot hole stuff or like whatever, and that's fine. Um, it, you're not going to find any Star Wars media. Um, <laughs> without plot, yeah. plot holes but it, it's part of it but um i'm very pleased with this and i think that dave filoni like you know i think he gets a lot of hype from like hardcore star wars fans and good reason because he knows what he's doing he's one of us <laughs> yeah he's george lucas's chosen you know successor in a lot of ways and um he gets it like he really gets it and I think this whole episode was like kind of the perfect encapsulation of that. And I think it capped off what was, I think in terms of what's important to me and what's special to me about Star Wars, this series is probably been my favorite of the ones that have come out since, what is it? 20, whatever that was, 2014. Yeah. Disney bought everything. Um, obviously I love Mando. Season one and two of Mando are great. Um, yeah. You know, there's stuff to, to call back to, and, and certainly Luke appearing at the end of season two was huge and all that. Like, I remember that feeling. But in terms of, of stuff that I've seen, like, this is, like, the closest thing I've felt to that, like, original magic, you know, from when, when George Lucas was doing all this. And so uh, my hat goes off to Dave and his crew and everyone that worked on this, um, all the actors, yeah. all the writers. Um, and I'd also like to say, uh, you know, Rest in peace, Ray Stevenson. Um, he gave oh, a performance. yeah. And um, it's a very bittersweet ending. Um, you know, and he's not going to get to come back because I would have loved to see where his story was going. Um, I agree. We can get a bit more into the, the nuts and bolts of that, but um, like just really cool. And uh, and shout out to Hayden Christensen. Get that one hmm. last little, little nod at the end there. Um, perfect callback to. Ahsoka leaving the Jedi Order and Clone Wars. Um, yeah, there was a lot of that, but it was it was just it was awesome. Um, so, I I no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was definitely made for fans. Yeah, oh, I sure. I think that um, if you are outside of like it pulled no punches. If you didn't understand deep Star Wars lore, like that hits. If you understand the whole like what you know two series that led up to this and all of that it hits really really hard um and it like it was a great ending but you have to understand the whole thing right so i feel bad for steve and knight who were like this is their entry point i'm not i'm not upset at all you picked this um i think this is in- incredible and i am all in on it but i don't think it's a great entry point um because it doesn't hold your hand but I am 
uh, blown away by what Filoni was able to accomplish in eight episodes. And well, much like Anakin, I'm happy to bend the rules to accomplish <laughs> my goals, uh, which I've done. So you say what you will. Um, the vote goes how well. Um, I've already won. So take <laughs> all right. Um, uh, Steve, what about you? What is your impressions coming at this from like nothing? Yeah, I, I think you actually encapsulated my thoughts, which is if you don't know any of the story, it's it's hard to appreciate the show. Yeah. So for me, I get you know I'm I'm sort of left out in the cold. <laughs> I totally understand, and I am sorry. Um, but I'm sure we're going to get into a deep lore discussion in a few minutes. Um, but, uh, Knight, what about you? What are your, you know, thoughts coming into this blind? I understood none of that except <laughs> Anakin. I was like, I know that guy. I know what they're talking about. I know Ahsoka. <laughs> none of this shit makes sense to me. The entire time I'm like, oh, so this is just a girl's party and no boys are allowed. Okay, cool. Got it. I guess. Whatever. <laughs> I like, I, I was literally sitting here. I'm like, that's a woman. That's a woman. The guy's gone now. Okay. Are for I was sitting here just being like, are we just I because I don't recognize these characters. I'm like, it just feels like this was kind of a shout out to all the female Star Wars fans, and it kind of annoyed me to be honest. Really? Okay, fair. I I I mean, as I'm watching whatever the fuck her name is, purple hair, um, Sabine. Sabine. Um, as I'm watching her summon. I don't know if that's the proper use the force to <laughs> summon her lightsaber. I wanted to say Keyblade for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> well, I was like, soon they might wow, be that the same. looks just like this scene. We're not just like it, but very similar to when Ren got her lightsaber and caught it and started swinging. And okay, cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a lot of it kind of felt recycled from the some of the Star Wars things I've seen. Of course, I am not deep into Star Wars, so I don't know all this lore. That's fair. But a lot of it kind of was just seemed like a here's a cinematic shot that looks kind of cool and feminism <laughs> and yeah. You know, I'm really glad to see it from the outside perspective because I'm so tired of it. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, listen, and I'm actually on board with you on the whole feminism nonsense thing. It didn't feel like that to me because I know every character and I know the stories. And I know like Kanan's dead, like the guys in the crew that like of rebels were Kanan who died, um, Ezra who was still there, and you know like, and uh, what's his face is gone. Uh, my God, Harry, God, <laughs> Zeb, thank you. Uh, Zeb is actually in the you know Rebel Alliance or the uh, you know the New Republic. Um, so like, yeah, there are men, male characters, but it's interesting to see that like, that's kind of the, the interpretation. And I, again, I am totally well, like, yeah, I'm going in you. completely blind and like, I don't know any, like any of the backstory. So like, even when, um, blue eyes, he was there for a hot second and they're like, Hey, what happened to him? I fully expected this to be to turn back around and help Ahsoka. I was like, that's not even surprising. But, like, even he was shipped off and he went back home. It's like, no, no boys allowed. <laughs> well, to be fair, he was like, and again, you don't know any of this, but, like, he was, he, gave, he sacrificed himself to trap Thrawn there. Like, and they were trying to stop Thrawn from getting back and rescue him uh, because they, they, they jumped galaxies. Like, it's a different galaxy. 
Um, but yeah, works. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, th- that was the kind of the other side of it. It's inter- and again, the feminism thing is upsetting at this point because it's just like so blatant. And I really hope with the writer strike that a lot of this stuff is uh, is gone because I've heard. Uh, tell, and again, this is maybe just a rumor, this is a little side story before I get back to Star Wars lore, um, that a lot of those people who are like the most, you know, the heaviest proponents of of woke culture and adding all of that into scripts, like force-feeding that into it, spent the entire writer strike on social media talking about all this instead of actually writing scripts for when the writer strike ends. And now that um, these new rules are in place, the writing rules are going to be way different. They are not just going to hire for diversity's sake or because of age. It's going to be, can you produce good material like from the get-go? And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, you know, being um, given a job on merit. So uh, we'll see what changes, and and it'll be very interesting to see. Just a little side note on the, the – because, yeah, like force-feeding it is getting ridiculous. Like I'm all for equality, but like equality is different than this. This is, I, I, don't I don't know, know what this that, is. I don't know that I've really felt that from this. I, oh, I didn't and, either. And I, I'm, I'm, and I, I'm kind of know, speaking outside, like, you know, and I, and I appreciate Knight's perspective, certainly um, where I'm kind of coming from with that. And I'm not going to be like, I mean, kind of like Matt, like you said, there's not really any stars I dislike. Yeah. There's, there's, there's varying degrees of how much I enjoy it. Yeah, and I would say overall, I'm not the biggest fan of the sequel trilogy, you know. But like, I'm certainly not stopping anybody from from loving those films, and like, I hope people do love those films because that gives us more Star Wars. Like, I, you know, I'm good with that. Um, you know, and I think a lot of the criticisms that were lobbied at like decisions that are made for the sequel films, for example, the character of Ray, like. I didn't really agree with that at the time and I still don't necessarily agree with it. Like the whole, and, and I don't like this term, but I don't know a better word, like the Mary Sue. Like I, I don't yeah. want to throw that around. I think that's really toxic. And I think that needs to like, people just need to like, kind of like get past that. Right. Um, you know, if you look at Luke and, and people have said this before, Luke is a bit of a Mary Sue as well. Like, I mean, Oh, 100% he's a Mary Sue. And yeah. if we take into account the fact that Ray is, is Palpatine is a Palpatine then certainly I would, yeah, like that makes perfect sense that she would be able to do shit. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Right. That aside, um, you know, I think that the, the only like storytelling issue I had is not necessarily the pairing of like Ahsoka and Sabine or kind of like them, like being prompted as like the, the heroes, the protagonists. I mean, it's called Ahsoka. Yeah. I think that the only issue I had with that was not because they're both, you know, females or women or, you know, whatever the proper term is for a Zagruda. Um, <laughs> right. Um, is that we didn't see what happened between Rebels and Ahsoka. And, yeah. and it's hinted at, but like, that's a bit of a mystery. So it's like, for me, it's like more about their relationship. Like, how did Ahsoka come to train Sabine when Sabine's clearly not very force sensitive? Yeah. Um, she has something, obviously, but how did that happen? Like, what was the reasoning behind that? Like, why did she break away? And again, Ahsoka addressed this a bit in this episode. But like, I, you know, I'm more interested in that. 
And I, you know, I mean, look, I think that the inclusion of more people of color, I think the inclusion of more women and more prominent roles in Star Wars, like those are all like really good things. And I think yeah. from a writer's perspective, like kind of like you're saying, it's like, it should be about like good writing. It, yes. At its heart. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what someone looks like or what their name is or like where they come from or anything. It should be about creating good, well-rounded characters. And that's what we got, I think, with this series. I agree. Um, more so than a lot of other things. And, um, you know. I mean, there, I there never. There is a danger to, to, to the, the best person wins, though, because that's, that's taking into account or banking on the possibility that everyone is coming into things equally. That's, <laughs> that's why those rules are in the place in the first place, because that's True. never happened before. And so I'm quite skeptical of that. So we'll see what happens. But I agree. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cautious. Uh, I don't like the way it's turned. I don't like what's Hollywood. I've been happy to Hollywood in the last little bit. But again, I never thought Star Wars was ever. There are some problematic things in Star Wars. I'm never going to lie. But it was never about like, I don't ever think it was a race thing. Um, you know, Ahsoka's orange. Right. Like there's there's just a lot of there is diversity in just Star Wars characters because they're all from different planets. Yes, there are stereotypes. The Trade Federation, big, big swing and a miss. Um, let's let's not, you know, mince words. Um, and, you know, uh, Watto uh, is the, 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 the giant, you know, uh, nose and say everything. Say it. I didn't say it. I just said he has a giant nose. Say it. Um <laughs> Uh, I, Listen. I mean, I mean, look, like, uh, I would say there's some people on the far right, uh, some, some, some of the QAnon people who invoke uh, fear of these people having a space laser. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's kind of what, yeah, no. No, like, again, there's, but I never ever thought it was a big uh, issue in that kind of universe. Like, everyone doesn't seem, I mean... It, Anything that was, like, really fucked up in the Star Wars universe was kind of equal. Like, both male and female, like, you know, for, for as fucked up as it is, there's slavery in Star Wars, a lot of it. Um, and, you know, uh, the Twi'leks had a lot to, you know, but it's men and women. It's not just men or not just women. Like, it's, it's kind of the cruelty is not, you know, necessarily for one specific person or one type of person yes palpatine openly hated aliens um of all types anyone who was not also human was the, just the primary antagonist of Star Wars. of course yeah so you know pure okay. evil yeah um but uh yeah no i never the, the one thing i'm i'm a little bit worried about is they're trying to and again how you know thrawn is my favorite villain uh, because he's like complicated and you know i have a little my, my lego around still on my desk um but like i'm worried they're gonna make him pure evil mm. because like he's definitely from extended universe he has he's a very it's not just black and white he's not like i hate the rebels or i hate you know like freedom and all that stuff he is a just like and he's not not like Tarkin. He's not like Palpatine. He values human life. Like, he would much rather save someone than get them killed or have someone surrender versus, like, kill them. Like, he's very, you know, matter-of-fact and, like, pragmatic, but he's Didn't not, he let like... let that person die? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 
like he 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 weighed it and said it was for the greater good, which I understand. But he always values, at least in the books and what I've read, he's valued human life more than any other imperial I've ever seen. I'll put it um, this way: like if that were Vader standing there saying, "You have to go now," if that person's like giving any kind of hesitation, Vader is like choking them, saying, "No, you're going now, and you that's will fair. die." Like, like you know, I, I think yeah. That, that there's a lot i agree with you i think there's a lot more nuance to thrawn that we didn't get to see just perhaps because of where the story picks up and I, i'm hopeful about that but i'm a bit you know i agree i'm interested I, to see where it goes i'm not i am too anything, but... i'm i guess i'm not a little i mean i guess it, it is a proof that thrawn um leads not by fear but by uh inspiring loyalty like you don't see any other grand admiral like or any other army chanting their the grand admiral's name like you know, Palpatine would have liked that very much. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> but Thrawn like inspires loyalty because he treats everybody fairly, unlike Vader or Tarkin or. So I think you know when she's when when she willingly says, "Yeah, okay, I'll go," it's because she understands and like is loyal to Tar- to to Thrawn. At least that's my hope. I hope that's what the, they're going for, and not the. You have to because I told you to, and I don't value your life at all. Yeah. Um. Because like Thrawn joined the Empire because he thought they could help him win, like save his own species, who are like outside of the the um, Imperials. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, I I went way. It's a into shame it. all this information wasn't in this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you need another backstory to appreciate. Oh yeah, you're right. How do you feel about that, Steve? <laughs> we don't get any of that. It's a shame. Yeah, this has been talking Star Wars with Matt and Sean. <laughs> Two ornery. <laughs> this is a great Star Wars podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, I think we we can we can vote, but I know it's pretty much. I pretty much know the outcome here uh, because, you know, I, again, I love this show, but I'm uh, I understand this is not the best place to start. Um, although I'm to, glad you're supposed to make that vote on that one episode. That's true. You are 100 percent right. But I'm glad we got to watch this because now I don't have to watch it later, which was exactly what I was going to do as soon as the podcast was over. So, you know, and I kind of like that it fits the theme that like, um, you know, we're going to put this episode up tonight. So it'll like oh, the day we? it'll be, yeah, yeah, because we finally caught up. So I'm I'm like I'm gonna put this episode up, so we have something, and then we're gonna do Halloween episodes. Uh, the next you should, uh, you should, since you're putting it up so quickly, you should make sure to put some spoiler tags on there or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah there will be. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, I guess we can we can go to voting. Um, Steve, binge, uh, Ahsoka, binge worthy? Why or why not? Um, not for me because you know, I'd have to get I'd have to watch hours. Of content <laughs> to get caught up. I would I would have to invest so much energy I could practically get a possibly a bachelor's from DeVry University in that time. <laughs> you know, I I do teach a master's class in Star Wars history if you want, you know. Oh. Can I can I uh, can I audit it? You can audit I don't want to pay. Audit. Audit. <laughs> uh night, uh binge worthy why or why not? It's a no from me. Yep. Um, why? Why? Well, <laughs> I don't know shit from it except yeah, Ahsoka. That's fair. Um, 
I mean, I still going. I like I'm glowing in this with no knowledge. I'm still like this feels very like feminism driven, and I'm. I went from watching like the uh, the later season of Clone Wars with Ahsoka hanging out with those two girls, just to be back with hanging out with another girl. Boys are going <laughs> off like nothing's changed, man. <laughs> Again, you don't like guys. It's fine, but Jesus. <laughs> um, I, I also like. I. I miss when we had like sorry for the noise in the background. No, this one okay. like Princess Leia was like, yeah, she can shoot. Yeah, she knows her fucking politics. Yeah, she can be a sassy son of a bitch. We love it. But when we go from like having Ray who can is a pilot, knows what junk good junk is to sell and somehow <laughs> can wield a lightsaber to Sabine who is also a sharpshooter and now can also is force sensitive and also is this. I'm like I you're just too good. Well, I need you to see you struggle, and I don't see that in this yeah. episode. So maybe we see her struggle, but I'm not going to see that in this. You didn't see it in this episode. No, she's been struggling for years, like the entirety of Rebels, and you know this show. But again, I understand this was not the point to see that. So yeah, you are you are right. Um. Uh. Well, I'm going to vote yes, uh, but it's biased. I don't know if I can do it based on this episode, but I I love all star wars and i think uh you know i was not the the i was emotionally hit by this episode um it was a good conclusion it was a good wrapping up of what and setting up for what's to come um because obviously it's not over um i i love this show i will you know always stand by it uh whatever people say and all the hate and i'm sure it gets uh because star wars there's no one hates star wars more than star wars fans uh it's um there's there's a i don't know if i brought this up on the pod before there's a really good i say really good i mean this is really nerdy star wars shit because there's a non-canon star wars comic from a while back and i forget if it's a vision or i forget if it actually happens where vader ends up fighting darth maul on tatooine and maul (laughs) is like what do you hate enough to destroy me and vader's like myself and he stabs himself with his own lightsaber to impale maul who's behind him so wow. if there's there is not a better description of Star Wars fans, <laughs> it it is an incredibly divided and toxic community. I would 100 percent agree. Um, and most people just probably need to shut up and just enjoy what they enjoy. But like, yeah. um, I also feel know. like that's like something you could say about love. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. People like what they like, and anything that's not exactly that. Um, but but you know, but you know, if it's too close to that when you're making something new, it's bad. So there's never a ba- there's never anything good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is true of a lot of fandoms. Uh, Star Wars has been the most you know one of the bigger uh, examples in media, um, the oversaturation especially yeah. now. Um, but you know, it's at least a good time to be a Star Wars fan, um, at least in my opinion, uh, with all this stuff going on. Um, and it's finally rewarding fans of like the people who spent, you know, their their formidable years reading all these books, uh, understanding the extended stuff. And now it's like, OK, yeah, but here's here it is in, you know, live where you're going to show you. And that's kind of nice, um, at yeah. least from that angle. Uh, that being said, Sean, what do you think is in those uh, capsules? The capsules? Remember, it, or, or I guess they might have been. um 
you know, uh, coffins. But the, all those, remember when oh, Thrawn is standing in uh, the, uh, the, over the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have to imagine it has something to do with weird Night Sister stuff. It's true. Um, I feel like this is, like, where this is going. Um, is, like, is Thrawn stumbling into something he doesn't truly understand out of some form of desperate calculated desperation to get back and yeah find order um <laughs> because the night sister stuff like palpatine like i said again back to star wars talk with sean and matt um palpatine really distrusted and hated the night sisters and their magic um yeah and uh, accordingly like committed genocide against them because he was just like i don't <laughs> want to deal with this um you know uh he was really good at that um <laughs> well so, yeah. yeah i think thrawn out of, de- of never being able to be defeated by a jedi again right yeah. just aligned himself with things he doesn't understand because he knows he cannot compete you know just he knows his weakness against jedi uh at yeah. least in you know and then i mean in 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 the legends universe he had those uh i forget what they were called those cats yeah, uh, that literally sucked the force out of the air. So, like, he, that's what he used against the Jedi, which I thought was brilliant. And it's um, actually a really cool side story uh, for those who, you know, don't understand deep Star Wars lore. It was actually an evolution. So there is a planet in, Star, in, the, in the Star Wars universe where, because, you know, the force is like this e- energy that anyone can grab, like, theoretically, any species can, you know, harness. And there was a predator on this planet that used the force to hunt. It didn't understand what it was, but it used the force to hunt. So another creature on the planet that was the main prey evolved to drain the force out of the air. So these other, so he couldn't be hunted. I think that's really cool. I don't know. So, Maybe that's just me. Sorry. Uh-huh. That was a really great tangent. <laughs> but the other thing I'm excited for now, and I really hope having watched this, I really hope that they do bring up, um bring back luke and leia in some way because like thrawn like kind of kind of like that getting under his skin he's like you're anakin's apprentice like i know anakin like i don't know it's like guess what buddy like (laughs) there's a few more people out there uh you should be (laughs) mindful of like i'm really interested to see how that goes um yeah yeah and to steve and knight uh all i can say is i've been denied the rank of master before and it's okay because i've got plenty of younglings i gotta go take care of <laughs> what <laughs> i'm gonna, I'm gonna don't, go don't, kill some don't look at that too much he's gonna go commit uh sudoku yeah let's go with that have fun with that uh I already did that today anybody got some final thoughts Hmm. Steve? Um, yes. In 2023, it still comes to my attention that little Tay is still flexing on me for being poor. <laughs> I, How does I that actually make have you a request. Because <laughs> okay. Steve's Steve's weird quip made me uncomfortable. Um <laughs> uh, if if Lars Mickelson is ever on cameo, yeah. I I request from, from either uh, one of you, collectively all of you, or some people out there, if you could get me a cameo of Lars Mikkelsen saying in the Thrawn voice, 
I blew myself. I would be so happy. <laughs> of course, it doesn't play. <laughs> Ruins the fucking. The, the, just... <laughs> 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 What's the exit song again? <laughs> That's my exit song. Oh man. The end. There we go. Wait. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, how how long before Shoka and Sabine start cooking those turtle jawas? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Which fandom's worst? Worst Star Wars or My Hero Academia? They're both equally terrible. So I, <laughs> I, you can't you can't make a claim for one or the other. Like, well, you why? Why do you? Why would you? I don't even know why you would think this. This is like because I know how this bad is awful. My Hero Academia fandom is. My I'm day like, is ruined. Star Wars is bad. Well, what what is so bad with the My Hero Academia? I want because I okay, as well, someone you, who's outside. The creator literally gets death threats just because like fandom like people in the fandom want characters to be together, and what they don't want to understand is this series is not a romance. It's a fucking action series. First of all. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're giving him, like, death threats, like, this person better be alive, these better, people better be a couple, yada, 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 sending him letters. And he's just like, I swear to God, if any one of you all give me a motherfucking death threat again, I'm just gonna off the character completely. Wow. He's even, like, threatened to just stop writing the story because he should. How many- I'm pretty Shut. sure that's why, like, that's like a flavor of why George R. R. Martin has not finished A Song of Ice and Fire. I, I think people keep reminding him how long he's taken. He's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I'm going to keep writing like... weird side books and going to watch the Jets. I, I also like how, like, I don't know the, uh, his name off the top of my head, um, but it very much is just kind of like rewriting the X-Men story because they all are have the same powers and he's very often he's like yeah this was from this character in x-men this is from this character in x-men i love x-men guys wow i mean you're not wrong i guess it is like uh i think i think we should create a bracket of toxic fan bases and then just debate it that's a great episode i like that a lot that's a cool episode yeah and and why will the Juggalos end up winning? The Juggalos <laughs> always win. Are they toxic, though? They're toxic to each other. They're That's toxic how to all fandoms else. work. They're all toxic to they each all other. Tear each other down. That's fair. You just said I, you're I, part of Star Wars. I'm definitely part of the Star Wars fandom, yes, and, and, and I absolutely understand that. But, like, I met Juggalos, and they were just, like, they weren't. They, yeah, they I've heard weren't they're lovely people. Yeah. yeah, they're actually pretty nice. They're weird as fuck, and they smell bad, but they're not bad people. <laughs> no, it's the, the fandom right. is. So uh, uh, there's a story behind basic hygiene skills. <laughs> well, dude. Okay, so so uh, quick story. I went to a uh, horror convention oh, in, yeah? uh, in, Bo- in upstate Boston. Uh-huh. A horror. Horror. <laughs> and. Um, 
they had like so apparently it was like it was a uh, rock and shock so it was like had uh like musical acts and um like horror can horror stuff like you know like signings <laughs> you say and, horror and, so weird horror i don't know <laughs> horse. there are lots of whores there's a lot of horse um but so on one of the days uh fucking insane clown plassy was playing so on that day, the entire like convention hall was filled with juggalos and nothing else. And so uh, my friend Josh and I went to go eat food like for lunch during the convention. Mm-hmm. And we went to the Pizzeria Uno that was next door to the hotel. Ooh. And we walk in the door and it's yeah. just <laughs> like a cloud. Uno would be full of juggalos. <laughs> It was literally every single table was full of juggalos, and it was not a great smelling place at this point. It did not smell like delicious pizza. I mean, that's where you first sure thing, you man. don't you don't go to any restaurants where there's going to be other convention people. That's none very of true. them know how to use deodorant. It's like they're allergic, guys. It's a little unsettling. Yes, they look up at you with all their dead clown eyes. <laughs> Smile, their their faces look like they're smiling, but they're not. Oh my god! Dead inside. Dead inside. It's it's very true. And then you whip out a magnet, and they bow down to you. <laughs> Steve knows what I'm talking. Um, about. Yeah, I know what's up. So, um, good lord. <laughs> All right, let's do this now. We're going to make a list and go through all of them, but what do you think top most toxic fan bases? Give me a top three. My Hero Academia. You think those are the top two? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Mr. Soft. Um, The, uh, I mean, the MAGA folks. Dragon Ball. All right, to be fair, MAGA, yeah. Are are, are we going to make it like pop, like, let's, let's just say like pop culture? Can right. we like limit it to like pop culture, like music culture. and movies and TV? And- yeah, yeah, I think just yeah, pop culture, like. Is that all we got? <laughs> just I mean, um, let's see. Well, like, what about? I've actually found I found that the DC like cinematic universe or whatever it's called has has brought out some pretty toxic um, stuff. They're just wrong. I think more so more so <laughs> than the. Uh, there shouldn't Marvel. be a fandom. All ten fans that are left in the DC fandom, <laughs> <laughs> myself, myself included. Good lord! Uh, the Blink One Eighty Two subreddit. Uh, oh, it's I, a terrible place. It is a terrible fucking place. <laughs> Everything like Marvel has peaked at the Avengers. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I honestly, I'm one. not here for so like I don't I don't know what fandom this is. It's a Marvel fandom, but like they specific specific that's a hard word right now. Specifically, only sure. got into Marvel because <clears throat> of the Spider Verse movies. Oh wow! And they know they. I think they know everything about all the Spider-Man from those movies. Fucking Spider-Man! My God, fish, fish. Uh, they're, they're annoying, that's for sure. Oh, I got a whole bunch of things with them. I one, I don't like their band, so 
you know. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Extreme dislike. Um, <laughs> I got stuck in Madison Square Garden with a bunch of them once. It was it was not fun. Um, I mean, luckily, The Walking Dead fell off, so that's not really an issue anymore. Yeah, that was pretty rough for a while too. Like the way people were actually. Yeah, people were like real. People had they had like they had a fucking talking. They had a podcast after the sh- every show, being like, "Well, what's going on now?" Well, if only somebody like read the, the first. F- that was like the first show to do that. I think. Yeah, and it was like the first time they're doing it. And I was like, "Well, if you read the fucking comic book, you'd already know." Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, Game of Thrones fans got real toxic there. <laughs> well, then season eight Dis- quickly ended Disney that Disney fandom, fandom uh, maybe. Oh, that's yeah. true. Um, probably Naruto for a hot minute. I was thinking about that. I wasn't sure if it was as bad as Dragon. But Naruto, Naruto kind of fell off real. Yeah, hard, so. I don't think that's as bad anymore. That's not. It's not just really nobody really talks about bad. it anymore. Nobody talks. Yeah, it's really just. It's really more cringe than. Yeah. Um, although you know what, uh, Disney adults are still a toxic fandom. I didn't say Disney. Oh, you did say Disney. Let's face it: the kids aren't talking in fandoms. The, that these shouldn't be. Uh, are there really the any Disney care. kids like ki- like kids that like Disney anymore, or is it just mo- predominantly oh. adults? Well, sorry, a, a wild Hondo appeared. Oh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought Knight was like ready to like jump on that. Um, so, like, uh, a, like between me and and uh, Max, like we watch like a lot of stuff on Disney Plus. But like a lot of this, most of the stuff that I'm watching on Disney Plus is like Star Wars or um, like the Nat Geo. Like they have all the Nat Geo stuff on there, and they actually have some cool things, uh, including my man um, Jeff Goldblum and his uh, orgasmic um, riffing on different topics. Oh yeah, his, um, his show's so great. Mm, 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 fireworks. Mm. <laughs> That's the ASMR I need. Um, yeah. But, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the actual, like, Disney Disney stuff. I mean, I guess, like, the Disney films. Like, you know, kids still like those. And Disney's shoving that down children's throats again because of the remakes. True. That's fair. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Disney people. Disney people are kind of weird. And this is coming from someone who has a mouse living inside his head. Hmm. I wish there was. I wish there was an Avatar fandom, <laughs> just so like, just so they can be extra toxic. Oh, you're a tree, Avatar. You're a sea Avatar. <laughs> we talk about that is a thing. Wait, I know. I yeah. Those, but is there like actual like Avatar fandom? Like, does anybody when, care okay, anymore? When Avatar was popping off, my entire Matt's gonna be like, oh my god, TikTok's bad. For you, Paige was just covered in Avatar, just arguing about like what the the fire Navi would look like or the the other Navis would look like. It was literal battles over it. And then the creator, I think James Cameron, was like, "They're just blue." <laughs> oh my god! I really I wish mean... I could do a Lars Mikkelsen voice. I really, I just really want to hear him sing. <laughs> I. Oh my god. Poor Thrawn. The man's been through so much. He's 70 by the time this shit happens. So? Palpatine was like 89 when he got thrown down an elevator shower. Wait, hi. I'm confused. He was built different. How's Ahsoka alive? What do you mean? 
So last mean? time I saw her, she was impaled by a lightsaber. What? In what? Rebels, I think. I saw a scene, like a split, like a, a scene. I didn't watch all of Rebels. Mm, I mean, she fought, was fighting she Darth was... Vader. She doesn't get it. She didn't die. She well, there was a rumor that she died, but she was pulled out of the fight by Ezra. There's a whole other episode about it that he saves her life. See, now I'm back to being like, well, and why didn't Ezra hang out with Ahsoka now? Okay, anyway, anyway. Okay, anyway. well, no, do you? Uh, no, no, Phantom, Phantom talks. Nope, <laughs> don't hear. There is an answer. That, I can tell you the answer. I, okay, I've had my Star Wars <laughs> fill for the night. All right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry for the creepy uh, laugh background. Uh, I, I truly get to live Moss through this conversation. About, like, and, and I'm I'm a little scared to invoke either of these. But what about like the Swifties and the the Beehive? Oh my God! Ryan, I don't Swifties think Swifties are... are as bad as. Wait, what's the other one you said? The Beehive. Is that the BTS one? Beyonce. Oh. Oh uh, no no! The Be- I'm talking about the Beyonce ones. I think. Mm, I think the Beehive is worse than Swifties. Mm. <laughs> Not to say one singer is better than the other, but I feel like Beehive definitely argues more about who is the better singer. That's fair. I also to either one of them, so I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just trying to think of like very prominent ones. Um, K-pop fandoms are pretty bad. Are they? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> How are they handling the return of NSYNC? I feel like that's kind of... Uh, they don't care. It's a, re- it's a return it, of form. They're like, okay, it's, it's the white version of our people. Got it. Cool. I, I still also don't want to know what year it is because I was playing... The other day, uh-huh. I was playing Mortal Kombat 1. Why were original, you... Uh, oh, Mortal, hold on. I was playing Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat 1. Just Mortal Kombat. No, but it's like, yeah, it's Mortal Kombat. Like they re- It's a reboot. Okay. Night. No, Still no, you were playing Mortal Kombat one. Okay, hold on, fucker. Listen, were you playing the very first Mortal Kombat game or Mortal Kombat one? I was pointing out how like it makes no sense that I was playing a reboot of a Mortal Kombat while listening to new music from some forty one, Blink one eighty two, and In Sync. Like I just don't understand what year it is anymore. Oh, I understand. Time is now. a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Right. Like InSync is putting out a new album, like this year. Well, I mean, Blink just dropped two bangers. Yeah, yeah two straight yeah, they bangers. Got a, they got another. They got another single coming out on Thursday. I cannot so, wait. I mean, hey, the Y2K fashion is back. What's yeah, Y2K fashion? That was that was dumb. That's that should. There's that a should fashion. It, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Don't worry about it, Matt. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah, it's cool. I'm just wondering what it is. That was it. It was no. Like it's just the way people dress. So like, uh, I'm trying to like. Just think about what what people looked like when you were in like sixth grade. <laughs> and that's it. All right. Yeah. Well, like Matthew Lillard in any '90s movie, early 2000 movie. Okay, fair. I mean, he wasn't very Y2K and like SLC punk. No, <laughs> I mean it was pretty punk. Correct. 
All right. Um, anyone else have any gripes or anything they want to talk about? We talked about some toxic fandoms. Anything else? Anybody got any? They want to get off their chest? What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> so many things and yet nothing at all. That's true. Damn it, Mason. <laughs> Knight, you good? Anything else you want to discuss? No. All right. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> well, we got to get so. Oh, I had an shot. idea for a post credit scene since we didn't get one, which I wasn't expecting. Okay. Oh, nice. And in the tradition of uh, Disney's Marvel. Yeah, does Star Wars used to do we that? Pan, we pan to the slums of Coruscant, the lower levels. Yeah. A grizzled, one handed Mace Windu <laughs> lifts himself out of his little cardboard box home that he's been living in because yeah. stormtroopers visors can't see through cardboard he picks up his comm link and across the galaxy the ghosts of Qui-Gon Jinn answers <laughs> I love it when a plan comes together. 